on some dope topics. Let the hear why we talk our shit. Cause you know we bound to be so profound. Make you think a little when we push it down. Let us do the talking, just relax and unwind. Laugh your ass off, baby, have a good time. Robin, you, Seth, yeah, we something sublime. Run your mouth, bitch, yo, we out of our minds. Run your mouth, bitches. We are back in studio three weeks in a row. Ooh. For which my employee was rewarded. Your employee? Fuck that. Full full stock of beverages. Ready to go. You I, think you own me? I don't know. We don't we don't pay you, but we did uh, send you on that vacation, so I feel like you're somewhat right, I'm, in debt. I'm, I'm still paying uh, the bills on that one. Right. You gotta work <laughs> off you gotta work off that journey that we sent you on. Um Okay, I want to delve right into it this week. We've got too much news to be messing around with casual conversations about our weeks and what we've been striving I f- I f- to do. I feel like you just don't want to hear about my week. No, no, I, I want to hear about your week. Okay, I really we'll want to hear to about it. your week. We'll get to it. However, we're all about breaking news on the show. Breaking news. We're, we're, I want to get out there. I want to talk to the people. I want to speak to people that no other news organizations are speaking to. I want to crack the stories that no one else is getting their hands on. And for this week, you actually went home, you did your homework, and you found out Jeez, what I, it I'm is. Your, I'm your employee, and, <laughs> and I have homework. What the? What is, what is this? You're, you, why aren't you taking pride in the fact that you've been I, taking I the initiative do, I do and not, really starting to pitch in for the show? Don't call it homework. I, I'm, I've been done with homework for over 15 years. Yeah, that adds up. And I'm not your employee. <laughs> what is going on here? Listen, I'm trying to give you praises here, and for some reason you're cutting down what I'm going with. And let's move past this. Let's get right into okay. the issue. Praise me then. Which is, I was delighted to find out that you took the initiative upon yourself, you did your research, and you decided to come back to the program with information of what it is that's been getting Christian Bale fat. Oh, yeah. Lay it on us. We'll update to last week's hot news topic. Christian Bale, he actually uh, let everyone know what his what his diet to get fat was. You wanna, I guess you know if you didn't listen last week, go ahead and listen, and you'll, you'll find out about it. But he said he's getting fat on pies. Okay, now what was your initial reaction when you heard Christian Bale is getting getting fat off of just like, pies? Well, that that's just it, just pies. So seems if- a little fishy. Like, what's he doing? Like having a whole apple pie for breakfast? Like uh, so, sna- taking one slice off of a cherry pie okay. at around eleven o'clock, and then finishing the rest for lunch. Like what? What? What's going on here? Let me ask you this though: when he first said, like when you first read it, I thought there was something really cool about that answer. It was like real Hollywood. Like I'm just focusing on my pies. Oh, it reminded like it's, me it's his craft. Yeah, it reminded me like um, I don't know if you ever remember that movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. But I remember it, it wasn't a great movie. Okay. I've given you shit for missing a lot of movies. Right. This was not one of the ones that like you need to leave here and go see immediately and watch that you're going to go home <laughs> yeah, over the watch, weekend and be like, watch, I watched that. Not just, even over the weekend tonight. Come just on. Just despite me. I get it. Um, no, I'm probably not going to see it. So anyway, there's a scene. Mark Wahlberg's got, he joins this band. It's like a legendary band. And he's got this ridiculous voice. And they ask the guy, the, like the one of the members of the band, how is his voice that good? And he starts to like, give like a dorky answer. And one of the rock stars just uh, cuts him off and goes, uh, he eats a lot of pussy. <laughs> I felt like this was that, like with the smoothness. Like, don't you worry about me. I'm, 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 I'm eating my pies. He doesn't need to explain anything. He doesn't further. need to explain anything. Just yeah. watch me turn into a fat ass. It's like he even made becoming a fat ass sexy. Yeah. Like I got my process. I'm eating pies because that's the thing. Like you know, after he's done filming, he's it's just gonna be, you know, he's gonna stop eating pies and then turn into chiseled. 
I hope he, I hope he goes. I hope he goes full he fat. Goes yeah, <laughs> like he, he just becomes too method. <laughs> yeah, he just gets it sucked into it like a Marlon Brando kind of thing, and he just starts playing. So what happened with Brando? Just he just. No, I think Brando just became fat oh, on his okay. own. Um, it wasn't like he was taking on roles. Though. Right. So, firstly, I'm with you 100%. I'm calling bullshit. He's not just getting fat off of pies. Because the be logistics is, firstly, I want to know what kind of pies. I want to know how often he's eating pie. How like how much pie can you really eat? You got to be switching That's, it off. Yeah. Like, is he just balls deep into apple pie? Is he putting ice cream in that pie? Does he switch it up to like like a pudding type pie, like a Boston cream or like a... Have you ever had like a Boston cream? That sounds delicious and I feel like it exists. Haven't we had it together? No, we had oh, that like was a, a banana. No, we had a banana pie. cream pie, and then and we then also like had chocolate that, that chocolate pudding pie thing, which was oh, fucking so good. Yeah. My that, was, that, was one, that was one of like the top ten moments of oh my god of the past six months for me. One of the best moments of my entire <coughs> life. I don't even know why we're doing a podcast now when we could be out eating pie. But also, if he is legitimately just getting fat off pie, then he's getting fat wrong. Like, have some burgers and milkshakes. Mix it up with overeating on some pizza. Go for some cookies. If you're just going balls Especially deep, like late, late at night or, you know, like, yeah. come on, you're not t- busting out a pie at 2 a.m. You're just right. If you're doing just going, some other shit. If you're just going balls deep on pie, yeah, that's you're doing nuts. it all wrong. Come consult with us. <laughs> Listen, Christian we know how Bale, to do it. we're out there for you. We understand that there are plenty of Hollywood experts on how to lose weight who will help you get into shape, be chiseled, look like fucking, you know, one of the superheroes for superhero movies, but you don't have too many fat consultants that will help you get fat the right way, and so we're here for you. See, I, f- I feel like he probably did go to some sort of consultant, fat said, consultant, said specifically and it was pies. probably, no, and it was probably like some, like, as you're saying, like a Hollywood kind of, oh, this is the way to do it, like, you know pies make people fat like it's like hold on come on like it's you you're definitely talking to someone who's not fat right you know he was consulting with like some i don't know how to like explain it like probably some someone who's who's just kind of theorizing on the ways to get fat as opposed to someone who's been out there in the out there on the streets getting fed you know fed. like, it's like a whole in the trenches fat. you know right so it's like someone who just oh it's like per capita of bite the pie is gonna get you you know like where that's right. the pie will get you the fast but like come on no there's as you explained so eloquently last week where you mix the salty with the sweet to fuck with your taste buds yeah there's an art to it and it's like you, you kind of need to really like go also like i'm it. i'm a big fan of uh pastries with my coffee for the same reason it oh, resets yeah. your taste bud because you go oh, the you, hot no it's not the hot it's the bitter you wash out the sweet with the Ooh. bitter so when you take a next bite it's like it's a like, fresh bite oh you can like really oh get the get the get the gazunta from it okay <laughs> with that being said <laughs> i love when you do gamara talk Throwing a little Yiddish for our listeners. Um, so with that being said, this past week, I typically avoid Chinese food. Now, I have a lot of reasons why I avoid Chinese food. First and foremost, I have a weak stomach. Dude, I work what? out. I'm telling you, I've got a weak stomach. I work out like a fiend. I drink. You throw unhealthy eating in with like having done squats and working out your abs and your your body's just like oh fuck no it it's like it i i think i've, I've like self-imposed ibs plus like just generally kind of being anxious my body doesn't need chinese food in it so i almost, i i can't i probably haven't eaten chinese food 3 maybe 4 maybe 5 years back since the morgue mart days when you could get those $5 plates that's more than 5 years ago that's Rob. that's like 8 <laughs> years ago yeah it might be 8 years ago i'm just i'm not a chinese okay. food guy all right other day i passed a chinese place 
They're making whole wheat noodles fresh. Right then, right there. They're throwing in. It's like um, like any like these restaurants where like they'll throw your shit into a salad. Mm-hmm. Same concept, but with noodles. Not just that. And this, oh, the noodles is the base, is the lettuce. Noodles are the base. You can get you can other uh-huh. bases, okay. but noodles are the base. No, and no, it's I'm like, saying. In this... It's like a salad bar of shit that you can throw into that, uh-huh. right? And you can order up your spicy noodles. Now, here was one of the game changers. On the table, they have crushed like super hot peppers. So aside from their spicy, you can actually spice it up. But it's Pop not it just like shitty hot sauce spicy. It's like legit freshly chopped up pepper spicy. Uh-huh. Now, let me ask you this. I'm a big fan of spicy food. Like, a, like that's my jam. I uh-huh. fucking love spicy food. But I actually don't like eating spicy food if I'm out with other people. Because, like, I like spicy food to the point where I'll start tearing up. And if you're out with other people, they think you're being obnoxious for, like, they, you th- they think, like, you're trying to impress them with the amount of spicy that you're throwing on there. And then, like, ah, you bitch, like, look, you couldn't handle it. And it's like, no, I can't explain to you, but this is actually the way um, I like my meal. I like to I like push to cry. it. I like to push it to that point. Uh-huh. Like sometimes it doesn't even bother you, but like you just you're, you're actually like you're tearing, like it's happening, but it's not too much. You're like I fucking want more of that. Well, I feel like you're overthinking it. Like you're you're not just going out there. Like I'm just gonna go, and if I'm crying, it's all good. Even if I'm with people, you're kind of like feeling that. I don't like looking like pressure. a bitch. <laughs> I think crying due to in, intense spiciness is not. Or you look like an idiot because you were self-imposing that much level of spice. But it's like, no, that's what I like. And I think people don't really quite get or respect the concept. All right. Anyways, here was the game changer when it came to Chinese food. I remember years ago eating at this Thai place. And this Thai place had this spicy chicken dish that had peanuts in it. So when I have this guy, he's making my noodles. I see that peanuts is one of the items that you could throw in there. But not only do they have peanuts, they finally crush up those peanuts. Oh, like yeah. almost like you're eating a sundae and it's like on the rim. Like an old school friendly sundae when they used to have like that chocolate, hot chocolate shit that they put in there. And then the they would like... stuff. Like, yeah. Very... So I get these noodles with uh, whatever my protein is, with whatever hot sauce they're throwing in there. And these fucking peanuts, that peanut noodle spicy combo game changer, dude. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, that's different than anything. It's like a whole different country or something. That's an old Steve Martin joke I just ripped off. Uh, not quite that. But anyways, um, delicious. Game changer. Wrecked my stomach, but I would do it again. Okay. Wrecked, that's my, all, wrecked th- my stomach. There's nothing like... Uh, no negative That's, that's the all the story? I, this was adventurous for me. I haven't oh, eaten Chinese saying, food in okay. like 10 years. Got it, got it, got but it. But I did confirm, oh, fuck up your stomach. That's got to be an at-home... That's a home game activity, eating Chinese food. And that's that's something that you could take to go very easily. I'm too much of an idiot. I can't go to a place, get it to go, and then try. Unless it's local. If it's local, yeah, yeah I'll do that locally. Also, Chinese food stays hot. Like, for a super while. hot for a while. Oh, inside of those cardboard in- boxes? Inside the, the you know containers. I mean. Oh, yeah. I also like... Not the, re- not the ones that you're talking about. They put them in, like, the plastic ones. Oh, no. I'm thinking of, like, the cardboard box. The, the takeaway ones say, after, at the end of the meal. That is. Let's let's talk about that. After. I want to say that let's that's hear. a great way to eat food. I wish they would put the every meal like. Oh that. yeah, that would be you just perfect. shovel into your mouth like you get it real up close. It's perfect, <laughs> and it feels like it's like dense, and you really get to work your way down. Yeah, like you really you kind of like track your progress as yeah, you're going you track your pro- and then you have that moment where you're like, I'm kind of full, but there's still more in there. <laughs> yeah, let's see what's underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he gets to, and he also gets like move shit around like looking for if you already got or in there move like your stuff steak to different places. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, but about that let's backtrack a bit it always seems like they're kind of like skimming some off the top when you ask for it to go when they put it into those containers it seems like you could have like a half a plate left i feel like they only put like half of that what's remaining into the 
into oh, those like if you're containers. In the store, they load it up more. No, I'm saying, um, no. Let's say you're eating a Chinese food meal, right? And or you know, like oh, you have you a bunch a, of different meals. If you get a plated, they'll put more on a plate than they'll put in the. No, I'm saying I'm literally saying like you eat your meal. You have the the plate in front of you, and you only eat three quarters of it. Let's say and you're like, oh fuck, I'm stuffed. Like I want this to the leftovers to go. When they put it, it always seems maybe it's due to like oh they're taking like a leftover tax. They're not giving you all your uh, leftovers. Yeah, I think they just throw a few pieces in there and like hand it to you. Like they're just trashing they're like, the rent. They're lazy in the plating of it. Could be just or it could just. This is a wild conspiracy theory. People, yeah. if you're out there, <laughs> robsnewsroom at gmail.com. I want to know. I don't need enough Chinese food to verify if these dirty chinks are stealing your leftovers. I don't God know. Almighty. So. <laughs> Yosef is making this accusation. Oh, right, I would you're, never. You're saying that. I would never accuse a different group of people of doing something that horribly rotten. But Yosef has made that allegation. I just. I just re- <laughs> now when you're talking about it, I'm realizing what I'm explaining is like, oh, you haven't been to a Chinese food restaurant right. in, as you said, like close to 10 years. So, so listen, clearly, now I understand why you had could fans, not comprehend anything I was saying. Fans, if you're out there, let me know if these allegations are true because if they are, we should try and make amends with the uh, Chinese-American community. I, I, I feel like that's probably what they prefer. But why would they even do that? Also, I, It like, doesn't make any sense. But if also, let us know if you enjoy our food talk or if <laughs> this shouldn't exist anymore. Let us know. Robsnewsroom at gmail.com um, now, on that note, as long as we're discussing food, yes. I have a man on the front lines. Ooh. Amazon took over Whole Foods. Yes, and lucky for us, like I said, we're trying to break news. We're trying to get the inside story that no one else can. So on that basis, we're going to call my good friend Mike Lemmy, who is spending more time in Whole Foods than their actual employees. We're going to give him a call right now. He works there? He does not. Oh. Um, he just loiters. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> so we're going to give my friend Mike Lemmy a call and get the inside scoop on what changes have been implemented since Whole Foods has been taken over by Amazon, let's call him now. Robbie Bernstein. Is this Mike Lemmy? Yes, this is Mike Lemmy. How you doing? What's up, pal? Can you hear me? Are we coming in nice and clear? Uh, oh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Okay, Mike. Yes. We're checking in with you because there's no one in the world who's spending more ground, more time on the ground in Whole Foods. I've heard that you're there so much the employees themselves are coming up to you asking for guidance on how this Amazon merger is going to affect their lives. And not just that, Mike Lemmy, but you're not just in the New York City Whole Foods. You're traveling the entire East Coast looking for Wi-Fi, loitering at every Whole Foods that you can find. So as the man on the ground, break the news for us. Let us know, how is Amazon changing your lifestyle? Listen, I've been traveling around the past four months, coast to coast, checking out all these different holsters around the country. Let me tell you something. Amazon, you know what? It's all right. It's not bad right now. Uh, but they are making some problems. They, uh, they cut down the Wi-Fi access at the one in Union Square. I'm not happy with that. Union Square and the one on uh, Houston Street. You know, you sign up, you log in, you get two hours of Wi-Fi. Usually you just re-sign up, you re-sign in, and you're fine. You go all day. The ones in uh, Manhattan cut down the Wi-Fi access. Now they say, come back in two hours. I'm like, you know I'm going to be here anyways. I'm going to stay. I'm going to just sit here for four hours. Why not? <laughs> but, I mean, that's the one in Manhattan, okay? So Manhattan Whole Foods are cutting down. You know, they, they put the limit on the Wi-Fi. 
they say they're cutting down on prices, which is good. I mean, they're making things more affordable. Maybe now I'll buy something when I'm ordering, you know? Well, let me, cut, let me cut you off. I mean, from your perspective, you would almost prefer that they raise the prices to continue to subsidize your loitering and making that place your office. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like some people are like, hey, man, why don't you just go spend time at Trader Joe's? I'm like, Trader Joe's, what? I don't, why would I? It's, it's, I mean, it's the worst grocery store around. They only have groceries. Come on. What are you doing? There's <laughs> what no place to loiter. I mean, Whole Foods, you are paying for the experience, right? I mean, it's the Wi-Fi, it's the chairs. It's, I mean, I'm coming to you live from the Gowanus Whole Foods right now in Brooklyn, <laughs> New York. And let me tell you something about the Gowanus Whole Foods. They know how to treat a person here, okay? I'm running a small business out of their rooftop uh, uh, seating area. And you know what? They leave me alone. They like it. I mean, Amazon, they're doing good things. You know, coming down the prices, but still, I just don't want the Gowanus Whole Foods to turn to the Manhattan one where they cut down on your Wi-Fi access. You right. Know? The Gowanus oh, ones. about it. The Gowanus place really respects the entrepreneur spirit, and they know that that's Man, the all, people that they want in their store. It's all just people trying to run their small businesses, you know? The one in Union Square, the one on House Street. Yeah, sure, it's people trying to kill time, you know? I get it. I get they're trying to limit the Wi-Fi there, because some people aren't running their business. They're just like, they have nothing else to do. Brooklyn, you're running an empire, okay? You know? <laughs> you, need, you need unlimited Wi-Fi, and they, they got it, but hopefully Amazon doesn't crack down on that. Right. What, are you going to turn into a Trader Joe's with lines around the block of people just buying groceries? Like, there's I mean, a... why, like, every time I walk into a Trader Joe's, I'm like, what are you people doing here? Come on. Like, you, you, like they just have food. <laughs> <laughs> Who like, would... why are there so many people there? I mean, yeah, they have cheap prices, but you don't get anything. You get, you get a meal, yeah, you get your nutrients, but you get a place to sit? No. Right. Okay, so I got two follow-up questions for you, my dear pal and loiter extraordinaire at the Whole Foods. First question is, do you think that, like, Whole Foods tends to start trends at 14th Street? Like, New York City's on the cutting edge. That's their marketplace. They tap into what these hipsters like, and then they expand it out? Or there's specifically a problem of, like, homeless people at the 14th Street one that they had to cut back on the Wi-Fi usage? I don't think it's homeless, man. Like, there's not a lot of homeless people I see at Union Square. I think it's well, just people that aren't ambitious. Let me, they're, not amb- they're not running the business, man. They're just sitting there. They're not doing anything. Let me, when you say you're not seeing too many other homeless people, let's be clear that at the moment you might fall into that category. Hey, hey, hey man. Hey, <laughs> hey. I'm subletting, okay? All when right. People see me there like, hey, are you homeless? I'm like, no, I'm on tour, baby. I'm on tour. Traveling right. the country. Right. That's part do of the... I, do I have a place to live? No, I don't. But I mean, I'm just subletting for now. But, but that's part of the business that you're running is the subletting. I get it. Okay. Here's... <laughs> So here's my new business idea for you, Michael Emmy. This is big. Are you are you ready for a big idea? Let's do it, man. All right. We had an idea before to start running office space out of the Whole Foods. We're like, why don't yep. we tap into this? There's so much free space here. People aren't using it. We could be renting this as office space. But now they've cut back on the Wi-Fi. That's not a practical plan anymore. We can't be having people trying to run a business in two-hour increments. But what we uh-huh. can do is start a business with a van where you start at the Whole Foods on 86th Street and slowly work your way down every two hours you know, to reset the Wi-Fi. What do you think? <laughs> Oh, I'm in, I'm in, Bernstein, I'm in, 100%. I mean, that's one of the, one of the greatest plans ever made. I, I think this is like a revolutionized business in America. I, I believe in it. I love it so much. The, the Whole Foods Wi-Fi tour. Okay, so last question. Last question for you, and then I'll let you get back to, uh, you know, to running that business out of the Whole Foods out in Gowanus. Um, have you noticed any other changes that you want to report into us for all the investors that listen to this program, want to know whether or not this has been a good move for Amazon? Uh, if you don't don't drive, uh, don't park at the Whole Foods. Okay, here's the plan. 
uh, if you have a car, especially in Brooklyn, I mean, Manhattan, I mean, I don't know how you drive Manhattan anyways, but the one in Brooklyn, they're cutting down on parking, so like, you can always stay here for two, you can only park here for two hours unless you get a validated receipt, okay? So they have a, a company that, like, goes around to check, like, how long you've been parked in, in the parking lot for, and if you're over the two hours, they're going to tell you. They got someone that walks around every day being like, hey, would you own this uh, this car? And uh, if you do, you got to buy something to validate your, your, your parking. It sounds so, to uh, me like in the overall, Whole Foods is starting to cut back I'm, on the I'm, purse. I'm, honestly, right now, I'm in the parking lot right now. There's a, there's a woman in the vest like going around all the cars, you know, yeah. like they've been here for you know, once they start cutting back on the perks, it's, it's just going to lose the magic that it once was. But uh, for now, we'll uh, we'll loiter and enjoy it for as much as we can. Thanks so much for uh, the report out in the field, doing the good work for the people and reporting in on the Whole Foods Amazon merger. Thanks so much, Mike Lemmy. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a good day, Rob. That was Mike with the report from the front line with some uh, pretty good insights, I must say. Yeah. Perfect. So on that note... <laughs> Yosef, as long as we're talking about food, oh, yeah. you let's came keep, in. Let's keep it going. You came in. You did your homework once again. <laughs> Fuck with the homework. And you came in with breaking news about lifetime changes that are going on to the bodega marketplace. Oh, God. Google so, is shaking so it up. Sad. Lay it on us. It's like, come on, Google. What the fuck are you doing? Um, oh, I'm... I'm I'm doing this. But T- this tell them, a- tell them the whole story. Well, this was your breaking news. You did the research. It's not I for did me. The to, homework. It's not for me to present. It's for you. It's your story. No, Reporting to us on it. Fuck. Google is getting their hands into an area and a market which they really don't need to be. I understand where they are in the world of technology, getting involved in all sorts of that, you know, futuristic shit. But there's one thing, and I, I really think you would agree with me on this one, um, that needs a change. It's the bodega market, as you said. They're trying to shut down these mom-and-pop bodegas and turning them into, like, self-service kiosks so in a I, way. Okay, let me explain what it is, and you're going to be shocked by my opinion. You're shocked, yourself. No. No. Shocked. No. Disturbed. <laughs> this might be the end of the Run Your Mouth team. Oh, God. So first, allow me to explain what it is. It is essentially um, a very sophisticated vending machine. And so the way that it works is, like, let's say you live in a building or a dormitory. So on the bottom floor, there would be basically like an, a cabinet and you open up this cabinet. It uses facial recognition software to go, Oh, that's Yosef. And it has your credit card information. Get out the pastries. And then when you go in at 2am to grab some pastries, so you grab three Oreos and, uh, I don't know what are you eating at 3am? Cause you're stoned and you're back in college Oreos. out of a vending machine. Oh, Chinese food. Okay. Let's say they're so sophisticated. They got yeah. warm Chinese food that you can pull out of this. They charge Fresh. you. They can charge you automatically. You close it up. Good, bing, bing, done. Now, with that being said, I fucking love bodegas, dude. This is how much I love bodegas. It's... Not only am I a frequent bodega shopper because I don't have the patience for a supermarket. I run into two problems at a supermarket. Firstly, there's lines. So I'm one of those guys, I'd rather spend more money on milk at a convenience store, just right. grab it and go. I also, I'm so short-sighted, I can't really buy like food for, it's like I, I, I'm buying what I want right now and that's it. I don't have, I, I bought $3 seltzers as opposed to a big seltzer. I want a cold seltzer right now. Right. I don't want to store it in my fridge. The other thing is I've had amazing relationships in my life with mom and t- pop bodega owners. That goes back to high school with Poppy. Do you remember Poppy? <coughs> Lewis? His name was Lewis. But every time he walked by, 
morning, day, evening, he would scream across the street, Hey, Poppy! Made you feel like a million bucks. You'd go in there, you'd shoot the shit, you'd scratch, scratch. A lot of those funny... You, you'd be able to bet in the back. No, he was not one of. The, he was oh, not he one wasn't of those. one of those. No, but you were in. Uh, which one was he? What you were in was juice school, and he would tell you about his hot sister with implants. He would tell you about his cousin who took so much Viagra, had to go to the hospital. Oh, so he'd, like turn you on. He'd, like, let, he'd let you hold his gun. He let me hold his gun once. What, dude? Lewis was the were fucking t- man. He let you touch his dick? What? No, it wasn't his dick. He had like a little gun. Oh, an actual gun. gun. Yeah, okay. an actual gun. Yeah, All right. yeah. I thought he was just, you know, opening. Hey, all day. You would walk, hey, Poppy, and then you'd shoot the shit with him. He was the man. Next was when I lived um, in Stanford across the street from me, the food bag. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've heard stories about that Frank. place. Frank. Frank, who's no longer with us, sadly passed away, but Frank used to be the late night guy. I used to get back to Stanford about 2.30 in the morning. I'd be starving. I'd go across the street and buy some real bullshit. Like I would buy honey, but just real, real worst of the worst kind of shit to be eating at 2 in the morning. And Frank would always be there and go, I- I'm moving to France. They're a bunch of pussies in the fucking country. I'm going to France. He sounded kind of like uh, <laughs> like Jim Norton's character. I forgot. I don't. I, I don't know the name of that character. Chip. Chip. A little bit like that. You don't know who Chip Chipperson no. is. It's a. But it, the guy was like literally like a living version. He was such a weirdo. And was he, he had, behind the desk or just always yeah, there? No, he was. He was always there, but he was never behind the desk. He was always like cleaning or doing something. And he they, worked. They, there? People keep or? coming in here. They ask me prices. They ask me prices on everything. Like these fucking idiots and and this country. It's going to shit. And then he always had. I. I it's like too many years ago for me to remember. But he always had like really weird theories and oh, like. It sounds had, like a guy. Yeah, no one to talk to. Theaters, ran yeah. I love that guy. Frank was great. Late you know night. what's great about that place? Yeah. Um, One dollar coffees. I was going to say the 99 cent coffee, any size. And, and they had like all the add-ins. Right. They had like the espresso shot. Little. They, they oh, yeah, the Stokes. The, yes. What, Stokes what are they called? classic. Yeah. S-T-O-K. And it's just, you know, like no bullshit. 99 cents, whatever great size. Coffee. You could just get like fucking giant... Cups of coffee, just throw down a dollar and throw whatever the fuck you want in there. Great, and also had coffee. tons of different flavors. Also, I love the Green Mountain thing where they I'm have, not into that. See, I would I mix and match. But that was also solid. The New England coffee companies like solid. Oh, gas was in New England coffee. Not, yeah. Okay. It wasn't. It's not Green Mountain. I haven't been there in a while. No, I think it's New England Coffee Co. Okay. Oh, you're saying the actual flavored coffee? Yeah, I agree. I drink their hazelnut, and then they also right. had like a French vanilla. I thought you meant like the like the things that you would tap in there to add flavoring. Oh which no, are no, 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 no. Those I don't. I wouldn't touch. I'm talking about like just the different jugs of the right. flavored stuff. I, I mix and match like four Down, or five of them, right? Like putting a rotten. little blueberry uh, yeah. bullshit. So I got to tell you, in my opinion, vending machines are um, different enough from bodegas. They're not going to actually shut down your bodega with vending machines. Uh, they'll dip into they're the calling it a bodega. They'll yeah, because they want you to think like, hey, we got everything that they do, but they just don't. They're not going to sell beer out of them. They're not going to sell cigarettes out of them. Like your real business of a bodega is the lottery tickets, right. the cigarettes, the beer. Those, those they're not going like to have the, them. The holy trinity of yeah. The- so you might you might siphon off like a couple soda sales and some candy bar sales, but you're not going to be as full service as your bodega. Also, I think it's just you know. No, it's stay also, the fuck out of the bodega game. I hear you. Like, leave these fuckers yeah. alone. I get it. It's like it's the last vestige of where you can have like a mom and top pop business and make right. like you fucking done it to everyone else. Like, like yeah. leave, literally, these are like the mom and pop shops. Right, leave them of, alone. Yeah, mom and pop shops. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I don't think that this will actually wipe them out, and I also think that there yeah, are. I think you're being short sighted. I also think that there are places that you could be in that don't have great bodega access that these guys can rock out in. Um, oh, one, and places where you don't even have bodegas, but it's like, like oh, we're bringing one. the bodega feel because bodegas are only around in 
like cities. Yeah. No, I, I used to restock vending machines, and this would be a oh, better. We got someone on the front lines. Yeah, we're getting real breaking <laughs> news here. No, like, but you could put that in your typical office, and it would be a killer. Oh yeah. I'm gonna email these guys for a job. I'm not fucking kidding, dude. Google, you're saying? No, for... th- these are ex um, Google people who are building this company, <laughs> and with my wealth of knowledge, having worked in the field restocking vending machines for an entire year. Understanding the customer service of that game, interacting with the you actual folks. You made it a whole folks, year? A little bit more than a wow. year. Wow. Yeah, whole That's year. That's like huge. Uh... On the road, in a van, yeah. plus with my years of sales experience, they're not going to find someone more qualified for this job. You're top of the pack. There you go. I actually think they got a pretty good business deal going. Okay. And then the other thing that they're doing, which is really smart, is on the flip side, they're actually going to sell the same as grocery markets do. They're going to sell you um, for access. Like, uh, like so for instance, like let's say they have a Tampax tampon and then they got one more tampon. They're like, listen, we're in a sorority. You get a college girl using your tampon now, she's going to be bleeding out of her vagina for the next 40 years. Mm-hmm. This is a customer for 40 years. You can advertise to her every day, night in, night out. She might never try your product. But at the end of the day, if she goes at two in the morning and she needs one and we're all out of the Tampax, this is going to be the one option you can acquire that customer for her entire life. Right. What do you say, blank tampons? Boom. Fucking close that <laughs> deal. Do this shit all day. So uh, I actually, no, I think they got a moneymaker. Um, and uh, we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Now that we did talk about this personal relationships that I've had with bodega people over the years, and I got some new ones going. The local pizza shop guy, that's like my new dad, dude. <laughs> he's like a lunch lady but a dude kind of thing i go in there I'm, I'm in there either for lunch or at two in the morning when i get back from comedy spots quality slices good conversations me and that guy we're always talking about businesses we're not going to open up it's a good time <laughs> like i have an idea to put you out of business the bodega thing yeah no he actually i'm not going to share his idea he has a wicked good idea for um profitable um pizza places but anyways we're, 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 we're getting off topic here. I'm try- By the way, there's a new bodega lady that I fucking hate, but even that interaction I appreciate. So there was Oh, this- you like being hated upon. No, I, no there's something... You like I, the there's edge. Some- no, there's something about the vibe that I know I'm going to go in there. I'm going to kind of ruffle feathers with this lady and move on with my night. Um, so- you get like hard and no, 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 there- I- high on it. I used to go to this one bodega here. That was my beer place, and I loved it. it- they had great beer. It was like three fifty for one of my better, but it's like so. I'll drink one beer of a good beer. I don't need to stock it in the fridge and drink a six pack. Works my system That's a perfectly. Call back to exactly to last week. I'm living. I, I I don't lie when I say these weird things that I'm doing. I'm fucking living my life and I do exactly that. So there used to be a dude. I think it's the dude's bodega. Every time I went in there, we had a friendly interaction. He was very gracious. The fact that I was a recurring customer, nice guy. Of course. All of a sudden, he replaces himself with this lady. First night that I'm in there, she charges me like four fifty for beer. I've been buying every single night. I know exactly the price of this beer, and I pointed it out to her, and she starts getting livid at me for like correcting her. I'm just like, okay, fine. I'm just not going to go in here when she's in here. And then she became the new night person, and every time I go in, she's not even consistent with the way that she overcharges me. Oh, so it's- And it's like it's just like an extra dollar, but it just makes me want to kill her. Oh, but then I, what I, I realize is that. That, that oomph of anger puts me more in the mood to drink, so it works out okay. <laughs> it's almost money well spent. So as we're cherishing relationships, the other day on my feed... Um, Facebook, uh, notified me that it was my anniversary with my friend Jordan Raybould. So, uh, I want to give him a call. Oh, that's so sweet, Robbie. I know. I'm a, I'm a new How long, how long have you, what, what number anniversary is this with Facebook, this guy? two years. And so I'm going to give him a call right now so that I can wish him a happy anniversary. I've known you for more than two years and this is probably the nicest thing you've ever done. Thank you. So hopefully, uh, Jordan appreciates this as well. Let's give him a call, get in contact and celebrate this anniversary. I'll let you have this. 
What's up, Rob? Jordan. What's up, buddy? How are you doing? Doing well. Uh, I wanted to call and wish you a happy anniversary. I don't know. Did you get a chance to see that uh, notification on Facebook? Hmm. I don't think I have seen that notification. You don't pay attention to those things? Um, yeah, I don't really pay attention to getting notifications for, uh, I guess, what is this, like a friendship anniversary? Yeah, I feel like we've been friends for a while now, and two years ago we I would actually... Agree with that. We, we, we made it official. We friended each other on Facebook. So we made this friendship official, and now it's the two-year anniversary. And uh, I wanted to give you a call and kind of celebrate that. I mean, yeah, I, thanks. It's kind of, I guess it's thoughtful-ish. It's just strange that you're, like, you're keeping track of our friendship, and then you're also, you think our friendship began when we, like, made it Facebook official, whereas I just thought of us as, like, you know, fellow comedians and friends, we just hung out at shows and mics and went around the city together. I don't really know why. I don't know. It's just strange you're calling me and this Facebook thing matters so much to you. No, that's crazy, dude. Unless it happens online nowadays. I mean, it's like it didn't even happen. And I'm thankful for the notifications because if it wasn't like a notification like that just popping out, you know, taking me into my phone to look at it, I would forget like, hey, we're, I haven't spoken to that Jordan guy in a while. I feel like it's Facebook that really, you know, brings us into our phones and then wraps us back up together. So I, I was thankful for it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's mostly weird. I mean, like you well, said, we haven't seen each other in a while. It's like, almost sometimes getting those notifications reminds me of people I need to delete from my Facebook because they don't matter in my life anymore. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying that's you, but I'm also not, not saying it's not you. No, that's that's certainly not me. I mean, the fact that you're not as into this anniversary as I am is, uh, it, it, it is frankly upsetting. I mean, I thought you were going to at least buy me flowers or take me out for dinner or something. Does everyone do that to you? Um, well, to be honest, Facebook doesn't notify me. They seem to be a little bit random about who they're notifying me of, uh, of uh, you know, the anniversaries for. But I think that was Facebook handpicking you as one of my friends that I should be prioritizing. Yeah, I mean, does... I don't know, does Facebook really know anything about our relationship? Well, I, I think they, you know, they track everything that we do day in, day out. They see who we're interacting with. And for some reason, they're like a matchmaker. They were like, hey, this is the friend that you got to celebrate the relationship with. Otherwise, it would have just, it would have just floated by, man. Yeah. No, I guess so. I guess, yeah, I guess it is kind of nice to be reminded of a friend. You don't really need to be reminded of friends, though, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, well, you just kind of know your friends. You know, you don't really need to be like, who are my friends? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Facebook, for telling me about that one guy I was once friends with. No, I feel like all of my real relationships exist on the Internet. So if it wasn't for, like, a Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram, I would just be isolated in the world. And seeing as I I feel like you're the more masculine person in this relationship, you should be taking me out for an anniversary dinner. You're saying I should treat you to a dinner. Yeah, also, you don't drink, so I, I calculate about 30% of my income goes to booze, so you probably make about 30% more than me, so really it just makes sense that you'd be paying this tab. It doesn't make any sense. I don't really... I mean, usually when you go out with friends, barring like a legitimate birthday or even some sort of giant celebration, which this most certainly isn't, you would just... I'd pay for my food and you pay for your food. That's actually kind of one of the nice things about friendships is that the only thing you get out of it is the friendship. 
Well, I'll tell you what. Well, firstly, I feel like this is more. I feel like it's an anniversary, but I'll settle for this. How about we'll split the bill and I'll order more? Uh, man, it really it feels strange you're nickel and dime. Can we just keep our relationship online? I don't even know if I want to see you face-to-face anymore. You know what? Just keep this... I'll tell you what, the online relationship was what was more important to me, and, you know, so we can just, we could do more of it there, and happy anniversary, buddy. All right, I I guess, happy anniversary to you, Rob. All right, thanks for taking my call, later, bud. Yeah, good luck with life, bye. Uh, All right, that was was Jordan, didn't go quite as well as I'd hoped. I'm sorry, Rob. It's all right. You know, we're, we'll, 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 next year. You'll patch things up with him? We'll patch things up. I'm, I'm sure he'll come through with flowers. He'll realize later he was being a dick and he'll oh, give like me those he'll flowers. S- he'll send you flowers next week, like when he realized what he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. He's going to realize he'll come through. I'm not he'll worried about it. have some makeup sex. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Great ass on that kid. Anyways, um, you ever read Slate? You ever come across their articles online? Not really. They're like ultra liberal. And whenever I see their stuff, it blows my mind that people even think in the way that they do. Mm-hmm. When it comes to politics, I take a step back. Like I actually, it's one of those things where I get angry reading it, but then I, I like to think I, I'm not really smarter than anyone. I have different opinions. I like to hear people out. But every time I read one of their articles, I can't even understand their frame of thought or where they're coming from, or how they came up with whatever. How they is. came up with their, I, I don't get it. They think so differently than me. It's like observing aliens. So I was reading this article the other day where they were talking about Louis C.K.'s newest film. Now, um, what Louis has gotten in trouble for, there have been persistent rumors that like he, uh, in like writer's rooms, like he would kind of just start jerking off in front of chicks. Yeah, That was like his thing. And so, by the way, to to pull the story a little bit bit deeper, so one of the bigger claims was that it happened at a comedy festival in Aspen, and then Doug Stanhope years ago said like, no, that was me. Oh. <laughs> Doug Stanhope was like, yeah, I did that. It was really weird. Some chick came into my room. I just started kind of like jerking off and like she kind of stuck around. It, it was probably inappropriate. I shouldn't have done that. Now, uh-huh. I don't know if Louie's a creep. I don't know if Doug Stanhope. I don't fucking know. Well, Doug Stanhope is definitely a creep, but. It's not my business who jerks off in front of who. Anyway, <laughs> so people haven't been like, they're trying to kind of tear down Louie like they have Cosby. He's not responding. Then Louie, it almost seems to me like maybe this was a weird promotion thing because he used to be friends with Tig. I wouldn't be totally surprised if this was like some really weird way to um, promote his film. Could be. Anyways, he puts out this movie that kind of explores Woody Allen's and weird artist relationships with, uh, you know, sexual deviancy, whatever. Uh-huh. Interesting. So Slate's writing this article kind of exploring the movie. Now i got to read to you this line. Are you ready for this? Okay. Um, the movie has plenty of laughs, especially if you're fortunate enough not to find Charlie Day's comic style the equivalent of fingernails on a chalkboard. To me, Charlie Day is one of the funniest comedic actors of all time. Holy shit, It's Always Sunny is so funny, and he's one of the funniest, most electrifying comedic actors I've ever seen. I've never seen anyone complain about his comedic style or say that they thought it was irritating. I could feel, I feel that even though I enjoy his work and craft very much, I could see how it, his style could annoy people. I could see how, but I've never actually <coughs> seen me, it written. To me, it, it clicks so much that like I could understand, but like it, since it just works, it just works, and I've never heard anyone say, oh, I don't like It's Always Sunny because I find Charlie annoying. To me, he's as funny as they come. Uh-huh. Like, me, we, we shouldn't have to vote or share a country with these slate people. That's what I'm getting <laughs> at. If, even on something as simple of whether or not Charlie Day is funny, I could be on the side of he's one of the funniest people ever, and you could be of, oh, I'm lucky enough to not think he's nails on a chalkboard. 
Like, we're not going to have similar views on anything. Not going to see eye to eye on... On anything. Right. Well, I'm going to taste that chocolate pudding and go, this is the best thing that ever happened. They're going to be like... Breast? Best thing. I said mm. best. I said oh, best, no, buddy. you're thinking about I breasts. Said, I said best. Well, who doesn't affiliate delicious chocolate pudding with titties? Who doesn't, when they address one, think about the other one That's in their mind's eye? That's why you did say it. <laughs> they would have eaten that same banana cream thing and be like, who fucking jizzed in my, in my, yeah. my cupcakes or something? All right. Now... I got an epic tale for you, Yosef. More epic than uh, than the, the Charlie tales. Day thing. I feel no, like the Charlie Day thing kind of the, kind of the fell greatest flat on story you. ever from last week. Oh, this is not as good as the greatest story oh, okay. ever. We'll never. I just want to set my you know. Ex- All right, manage my expectations here. I for not only for years did I not. At one point in my life, I had a credit card. Did not go well. Okay. What I did with this credit card was um, at one point in my life I was uh, doing. Like, really, really bad in college. And I came back after vacation. I had a lot of work to do. I didn't want to do this work. And I started reading The Walking Dead on my phone. On, like, a comic book app. It's a book? Yeah, it used to be a comic book. I've, I've never been a comic book guy. Okay. I had a week in my life. I didn't leave my couch. Every time I finished one of those comic books, I started thinking about all the shit I had to do. I was like, fuck that. I'm reading another comic book. Week straight. Read a couple thousand pages of The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Spent, like, 65 bucks on comic books. Not the biggest deal. Not the end of the world. But I put that all on my credit card. I never paid that bill. Never, ever. They finally canceled the card on me. That incident happened. I'm like, I can't be having credit cards. Not only can I not have credit cards for years, I didn't even have a debit card. I used to have this great system. I was cash only. I used to go into the city every day to do comedy. I would take out $30. $22 went to change to the train ticket. 8 bucks went to if I was going to buy a single beer, a water bottle here or there, maybe a slice of pizza. That system kept me out of trouble. If you met people at 2 in the morning, we're going, I don't have any cash for that. I always had to take the train home. I love that system. I uh-huh. had no cash. At some point, I had to get a debit card for, um, for uh, um, I forgot what it was. I was like somewhere I needed to get like a debit card to have it. Uh-huh. And just recently, I had to get a credit card for another reason. Before I get into that, I want to take a second. Here's something else I did with that credit card, which I loved. And we're, we're gonna plug. We're gonna plug Dave Smith's comedy special right here. Because okay. when I when I had that credit card, I also bought three comedy albums. They were great albums. I listened to a Doug Stanhope one. Um, a Nick DiPaolo one, Raw Nerve, and Eddie Pepitone's A Great Stillness. And it was, okay. those were fucking great. Have you ever like listened to, like uh, like sat down really listened to a full comedy album? Yes. What are some that you say you, like you've listened to or enjoyed? Comedy album, like a whole stand-up? Yeah, like you actually, or... like you actually purchased it, listened to it beginning oh. to end. Or even just listen to something beginning to end as opposed to like catching random clips on YouTube. Then maybe no. Okay. But I remember, I don't even know if it's it qualifies as a comedy album, but Adam Sandler's Oh, those were classics. CDs, those were those unbelievable. Were, dude, back in the day, that was those like, were great. That was like sit down and just listen to sit it straight with, because it's Sit had around like, with friends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'll tell you, I did this with all three of those albums. I got pretty hammered. I put on my headphones. I paced around in my apartment, just like listening intensely, laughing my ass off, having a great time. Um, if you're listening to the show, I know you also like people where we all ch- tune in for part of the problem. I'm telling you just as a fan of good comedy and wanting other people to appreciate and see good comedy, you got to fucking check out his special. It is so good. Have you ever seen any of uh, Dave's standup? No. Dave's standup is, I, I, I used to watch him at LOL every single week. I'd poke my head in just to see what he was doing. Cause he always had the most interesting take on what was going on in politics, but it wasn't just that it's funny. Every single fucking line has a point. Mm-hmm. It's laugh out loud, funny. And then he has such amazing, it's the best in comedy. He actually builds concepts. Like he's got jokes about, um, 
taxes, the debt limit, the the role of government, like what divisions of government should and shouldn't exist. He's got jokes on um, how Trump got elected. One of my favorite bets from him is about um, the police work for us, taxes. It's like all like these big concepts that I'd love to do jokes on, but I don't. I, I like I just I'm not there yet with comedic talent. He makes all those funny. He gets great ideas out there. So if you got credit cards because you're not ridiculously <laughs> irresponsible like I am, go uh, buy listeners. Uh, if you have a credit card, like as if it's this like foreign concept, right, like a credit card. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be really responsible to actually own one of those. I don't know who own one of those. I don't know who's got the self control for it. But go buy Dave's fucking special. It's unbelievable. I, I watched him craft that stuff over a long time. And then, by the way, at the special, Libertas. Cool. Yeah, Libertas at the special. Like, I, I'm not gonna say who, but there were noteworthy comics who were hanging out, like who went to see the taping, which is always a good sign when comics want to come see that. But afterwards, these comics weren't all like. How do you, that's what comedy is supposed to be. I don't even know how you put that together. Oh, you were at the taping? I went, yeah, I went to both tapings, but at both tapings, like established comics in the city came to watch it. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, the chatter in the hallway was people going, like, that's what comedy is supposed to be. Uh-huh. Like, holy shit, that is a perfect hour of comedy. So, spreading the word, if you guys check, if you guys listen to the show, you're probably fans of part of the problem as well. If you have not bought that, you have to buy it. It's fucking incredible. And I'm spreading the word just because I want people to um, appreciate what good comedy is. Um, so now with credit card talk, I had to get a credit card because this is insane to me. I needed to get some tax forms from the government. I've not done taxes in about five or six years. Okay. Now, the reason why is the government happens to owe me money. Okay. I made so little money in those years. If I just file some fucking taxes, I'm, I'm getting money back for filing taxes. And I don't care enough to, to, to get like, I'm just like, I'm a lazy, disorganized guy. It's like, I just don't want to be in trouble with them. Like years that I've made money, like as, um, as like a subcontract or whatever that thing is that you have to actually pay them. I made good on it. I'm telling you, I haven't paid tax because I'm disorganized and I just don't want to take care of it. So accountant finally calls me up. He goes, hey, this is the last chance to file for that year, and you're actually going to get a big return if you just file. I was like, all right, fine. I'll go take care of this. In order to get that information from them, you need a credit card. Like if you go if you go to like the IRS, in order to validate your identity, you go to irs.gov, uh-huh. need social security, your, your, your license number, your this, that, and then a credit card. Now what's crazy to me about that is that credit card is not a branch of government, so they're forcing you to like – get a product of a private industry. Right. And me, I choose not to be a customer of a private industry company because I know that I'm reckless. I don't want to have a credit card. And they literally forced me to get a credit card. Okay. You're looking at me like, what yes. the fuck's your problem? It's not a big Absolutely. deal. You're an adult. Have a credit card. Fine. You don't live with the mattress on the floor. Okay, you don't sure. go to the bodega to buy single beers and deal with some lady you don't like. You're not living my life. I'm not living your life. I don't want to have a fucking credit card and the government's That's making fine. me. They want to track what I'm doing. They can go fuck themselves. Anyways. I take care of all this. I go to the bank. I get a credit card. I order it. I sit down. I talk to the guy. I file the fucking paperwork. This is a big shebang. And I own a credit card. I own a credit card. (laughs) I go back to this website to fill in my tax information, get the tax forms that I need, get it all done, get my credit card in. Didn't tell me this before, but then all of a sudden it tells me, sorry, we can't validate that it's you until we can send you a text. We can't send you a text to your number because this number is not registered in your name, which is accurate. Like every other bum my age, my mom pays for my phone bill. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a company that's paying for my phone bill. I'm not going to pay for my own fucking phone bill. What do you think this is? So um, uh, that's like the one thing they still pay for. I'm never giving that up. I'm going to be 75 (laughs) years old. My mom's still going to be paying my phone bill. Just because like in high school, we had the group, like the family plan. You can't get discounts like that. And who's going to call up their mom and be like, hey, take me off your phone plan. Are you kidding me? Go to Verizon. Have to get a credit card to put on an account for them. Not going to happen. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so now I can't even go through the fucking website after all that work, getting a credit card for nothing. Oh, yeah. I can't validate the account. I can't get the paperwork that I need to get some money back from the government, get these files taxed and have it off my back. Unbelievable. I go, I'm not giving up on this. I'm going to call in. I bet if I call in, I can figure this out. I call in a half hour of pressing buttons. I don't even know what I'm pressing. They, they, the questions they're asking me are, are, are you a fan of the Mets? No. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, they're not asking me that, but like the list of questions is ridiculous. I finally get a guy on the phone, clearly an Indian from a foreign country. There's no question the government <laughs> is outsourcing <laughs> its fucking phones, which is insane. Okay. So I finally get this guy on the phone. I can't pronounce his name. And this guy, like, I, 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 I'm going to say something like, I, I feel like I could talk to a black American, a Mexican American, basically anything but an old lady who's an American. And there can, we can get a vibe going of like, hey, we're on the same team here. Like, hey, man, like, I, I know you need this paperwork, but like, uh-huh. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't quite have this guy. You didn't have any. No report. He doesn't yeah. give a shit. He's playing shit by the books. And, he and is, he's just reading off the, yeah. the script and. You're like, I, I just need a fucking connection with this guy so we could, you know. I just, need to sell this yeah. guy and helping me out. Yeah. He's not letting me win him over at all. He's So anyways, he's asking me like ridiculous questions to verify who I am. So one of the questions that he asked me at one point, he goes, can you tell me what company you worked for nine years ago? I'm like, no. He's like, well, can you play? I was like, dude, I, I, I was like, I drink. You know how long it would take me to figure that? I don't remember what I was doing. Nine, like... I don't know. Maybe was uh, like was that the summer? Like I'd have to start counting like what summer camp I was in or whatever. Like I just start rattling off employers, and and then he goes, "Okay, well, can you tell me at least how much money you made last year?" And then I was like, "No," but I just like I realized that that one was on me. <laughs> like I realized at that point, okay, this is starting to sound a little suspicious. But then I also realized, I guess it's good that I got a track record on the phone with the government of me being an idiot when it comes to my income. So if I ever end up in court with these guys, I could just be like, I don't fucking know. And they'll be like, I'm on record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you have a recording of me saying, I have no clue how much right. I made. So I tell them, like, the company that I work for, and then I tell them, like, a range, which I give, like, a $20,000 range with a percentage, as a percentage of what my income would be. I'm like, it's like it's 100. Really, yeah, it's like a 50% yeah. of what my income might have been for last year. So he finally goes, just give me numbers. I give him a number, and he goes, Okay, I, I I'll submit it and then we'll see what happens. And he's like he's like being he's building it up, you know. And I'm fucked if I can't get this through. So he puts it through and then he finally goes, okay, we're in. What paperwork did, work did you need? So I said I need my report on income for 2013, 14, and 15. And then I go, now you're the expert. If I'm looking to pay my taxes that year, I'm not the accountant. Is there any other information I should be requesting from you so that I have everything I need? And he doesn't even like acknowledge the question. He goes, well, you're just asking me for these forms. And I was like, no, no, no. You work at the IRS. You would know this better. Is there anything else you think I would need that I'm going to end up calling you back in 10 minutes because I'm going to realize I need that also? He goes, no, no, no. This is going to have everything you need. I'll send it in the mail. It'll take 10 days. And I go, okay, well, can you email it to me? We don't email. I was like, that's fine. My accountant said that you guys could fax it. So can you just fax it to me so that I have it? And I actually said, can you fax it to my accountant so I have it? He goes, well, I can't fax it to your accountant. I go, no, no, no. I was like, my accountant said very specifically he's got the fax machine in his office. Just have them fax it over. So I'll just have you guys fax it there. He goes, I can't fax it to any place that you're not going to be. So I go, why is that fair to you? That's, I hate that you're taking other people's... 100% fair. Why is that... If I'm telling you this is like my lawyer's office or my accountant, like this is my Why didn't you just say office. I'm with my accountant? Well, that's what, then what I said. I go, that's fine. I'm at my accountant's office. That's okay. why. That's why I tell him. And so he goes, well, how long are you going to be there for? I was like, well, just send it now. I'm over there now. You could just send it over. No big deal. 
So he goes, well, I, what if I have to send it later in the day and it doesn't get there? I was like, I'll tell you what. Why don't you put it in the mail as well so that if for some reason it's not there when I'm at my account, it's, I'll get it in the mail in three weeks. He goes, well, I can't send it unless I know you're going to receive it. So are you going to be there? I was like, yeah, I'm here for a little while. Just send it over. No problem. And he goes, well, how long are you going to be there for? I was like, eh, maybe the next couple hours, but you can just send it now. He goes, fine. I'm going to send it now. Um, I'm going to put you on hold just to make sure that you get oh, it. Oh, he's going to verify that you're there. So he puts me on hold and I hang up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then oh wait did you give the fax number yeah i gave him the fax number i gave so him the you fax hung number. up and you called your no i i i i i gave him the fax number and then i assumed he's gonna send it that's the end of it i get a call back five minutes from later, the <laughs> and he goes excuse me sir he goes i need to validate your social security to make sure that it's you i give him my social security right and he goes why do you hang up on me i go i was like hang up i thought we were done you said you were gonna fax it over he goes no 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 you said that you were in your accountant's office that you were going to wait by the fax machine and I was going to put you on hold. And I was like, ah, sorry for the miscommunication. We're all set. Just make sure to send it over there. He goes, well, you're there now, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, what, what, what's up? Why? What, what's up, buddy? And he goes, well, I just sent it. Go check for me that it's there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, I, my heart is like oh, beating God. through my fucking chest. You I'm feel like, like, and also like, I now got, you feel like, you they're, they're like eyes on you too. Yeah, I feel like oh my, I'm like, am I gonna go to jail? <laughs> Who the fuck is this ball busty guy? I just want my paperwork sent to my accountant. You put me in this trap of saying you need to be there, so I just go, yeah, I'm there. Just fucking send it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and now you got me pinned to the oh, fucking this is, wall. This is so much better than last week's story. <laughs> I mean, the anxiety I was having, I was like, I was having like a fucking heart attack, right? So I tell the guy, I was like, no problem. Let me put you on hold, and what? I'll go. I go. Let me put you on hold. I'll go check. So now I go to my cell phone, I put him on hold, and I call the office right. to make sure that it's there. Obviously. Right? So then I call, and I was like, uh, I, I try and explain it, and the secretary's just not getting it. Uh, she, uh. She's like, yeah, Erwin's going to call you when it comes through. I was like, no, no, no. The guy from the IRS is on the other line. I told him I was. I need to know what years they're there, and she's just not getting it. She's like, no, no, we got 2014. I was like, no, I need to know what's there. Like, what came Just through. go to the physical machine, and- but This lady doesn't work. I can't yell for her. Anyways, I look at my phone. I accidentally had a hung up on the guy. You hung up in the second time <laughs> when I tried to like uh, like pick up the, the call, other call. Yeah. I hung up and he didn't call me again. So I, I don't know what the story is there. So you don't even know if it's on the well, fax Irwin, machine. Uh, my accountant hasn't called me to say that he hasn't received it. So I, I certainly hope he received it because okay. I do not want to have to call the IRS again. <laughs> oh god, you're on their list. shit list. Yeah, I'm literally gonna get audited. <laughs> that guy is like, for even though he's in India, they have the power to be like, this guy should be on your radar. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a fucking crazy man. He's lying to us straight up lying about every every which thing exactly so kids that's so good kids if you're out there make sure to pay your taxes that you don't have to go through this nonsense and also have credit cards and buy dave's special but we're not done with our episode yet we got we got more oh no okay i found this to be so funny there was this article in um the wall street journal op-ed at the end op-eds are great it was called straight talk for college women by Jennifer C. Brasseresas. How the fuck would you... Brasseras? Brasseras? Can we just call her Ms. Bereka? <laughs> <laughs> Which clearly is her name. All right, ladies, if you're going to college, um, read this. I, I think it's uh, it's an insightful piece of wisdom. I'm not going to preach her stuff because I, I, I get laid. It's drunk in one night stands. She's preaching against that. That's fine. Everyone should do what works for them in life. I feel like she had some insightful piece of wisdoms in this article. I recommend people read it. She pointed out something that was so funny to me, which was you hear this stat that one in four women on college campuses are sexually assaulted. 
right? Okay. Which would mean if we accepted that as being true, who the fuck is bringing their daughter to a college campus? For a one in, one in four chance? 25% of the people <laughs> are being sexually assaulted and we're just dropping off our kids here? Like, clearly that isn't true. Okay. That clear, Because that just wouldn't add up. No one would be like, hey, do- hey, honey. Let's take a chance. We're taking a chance. 25% <laughs> chance you're going to have your life ruined through <laughs> sexual assault. I just thought I never heard someone put in that perspective. It's like, yeah, of course that's not true. And then she kind of lays out why it's not true and that why you should have some self-responsibility and not engage in one-night stands and be a lady. That's all her um, nonsense. But I just thought that that one... Because you've heard that floated a hundred times and it's like, all right, well, if that's factual, then the world should not be operating the way it's operating. Uh-huh. Like, n- then women, college wouldn't exist anymore because women wouldn't be going to college. And Unless then they correct that because 50% of, actually more than 50% of college graduates, I think, are, are chicks now. So you would be losing 60% of your marketplace by n- having an environment that they're not safe in. Right. You're giving me a look like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm about? saying, unless, like, what they're saying is, I don't know. I should, I guess I shouldn't minimize that but like where it's like okay like they might be like really loose with their what they're saying is sexual assault like one in four maybe where it's i don't know someone said like some stupid shit to them and it's like okay that's that counts as yeah i know i think they i I think they have a misleading survey that's very open-ended like that and what they define as being sexual assault to boost this um statistic for reasons unknown i don't know why they want to pretend like there's more well, sexual assault in the world think, than there is yeah, well. well what would you say is the motivate it's just like a war agenda. on a war on white men kind of thing right. it's one of the angles on it okay um here's our last topic for the day and that's hillary's back Oh. She's out promoting her book, talking all sorts of nonsense. This turns you on. Look, look at that smile on your face. You're like, yeah, <laughs> no, <she's> I'm back. <laughs> I'm smiling because you're looking of disgust for yeah, me raising the topic. Getting, it's like, oh, we're back to so, political garbage. This is well, we are trying to be a political show <laughs> in some loose way. Um, we're not going to be all po- talk about pies all the time. Oh, Anyways, come on. Um, How about dead animals, though? What do you mean by that? Dead animals on porches. Okay, well, I could settle for that. Okay, so Hillary is back in action. I thought this was really um, like mean of people, but apparently me- people have been coming up to her apologizing for not voting in the election. Oh, God, that you must gotta be- kill her. She's either making <laughs> up the amount of people that are doing that to make it seem like there's like building up this story of regret in the nation for yeah. like even the people who didn't vote now realize that was a huge mistake and right. like she's building up her own like messianic bullshit and on that no- on that notion she's been using the word absolve like people have been asking her are you absolving those who did not like as if it was some epic sin and she's some saint that could then could nullify this is okay. it's like you, you still aren't president so it's like if that was actually a wrong thing that they did it's still wrong the fact that it was like it, like if that was objectively wrong then it's not just that they should apologize to you that they didn't help you live out your dream you can't absolve them for the fact that they cr- fucked up the nation and that they've actually c- committed the sin of not participating in electing the white knight of Hillary Clinton against the evil Donald Trump. Like, you can't absolve them of that. That's not your right to absolve. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but how much of a prick do you have to be to walk up to a lady who lost an election and go, hey, sorry that I didn't, like, that's... That, in- that's insane to me. Like, I don't even, how do you, like, apo- how do you ask for... What's yeah. the Like, what's your end game there? Like, why do you, do you think that's going to make the person feel better? Nah, 
well, I don't even know what to compare that to. I was trying to like come up with like what would you even like the insensitivity or it's just an odd because that's something even though it's there's no direct effect like every person's vote is you know tabula you know like truly counts for you know it, it, there's a direct connection between if you voted in a vacuum like and and her not being president essentially well, I guess and you're people, saying yeah. it like right you can't even no compare but she's basically it to, saying you hey you didn't do enough for me to show up and vote like you're 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 more rubbing it in you're going you're putting a face to who didn't support her. you're yeah, going it's, hi I want to let you know that you lost and the reason that you lost is because people like me didn't feel motivated enough to support you and now I realize that that was a mistake but at the end of the day it was her job to persuade you you weren't persuaded and you're now putting a face to who she couldn't persuade right you're a fucking prick well the, absolutely and it's also where you actually have a, as I'm saying, I think like, it's bullshit. I think she's she's oh, building up the the guilt and mist because usually like what you like apologize to people for is stuff that's that can't really that didn't you didn't directly affect or can't really be changed anyway. It's like oh I'm sorry for I don't know I'm sorry for your loss if someone passed away or something like that. Like okay you, you wouldn't be able to change that, but like oh I'm so sorry I didn't vote for you like. Right, fuck you. Like, <laughs> why you apologize? Like, you could have actually done something. Right. And that's, as you said, it's just rubbing yeah, it, it no in sense. and, like, it's it's just. So, one of the things that she's been talking up is if I'd been elected Ugh. as the white knight that I am, day one, I would have done an investigation into the Russia hacking. A foreign nation came in here. They're fucking up. She's still spewing that story. It feels like the media's kind of moved on from it. Anyways, I, I read this thing from uh, from Edward Snowden, who seems to be a pretty trustworthy source when it comes to hacking and yeah. government monitoring and all that bullshit. So I want to read this uh, two paragraphs from this Edward Snowden thing, and then we're going to call it a fine time in an episode. So the Russians, this according to Edward Snowden, probably did hack the systems of Hillary Clinton's Democratic Party. But we should have proof of that. In the case of the hacking attack on Sony, the FBI presented evidence that North Korea was behind it. In this case, they didn't. Although I'm convinced they do have evidence, Snowden told Dr. Spiegel. I don't know if this Dr. Spiegel is... Oh, no, it's Der Spiegel. He's not even a fucking doctor. He's some German son of a bitch. Anyways, I think the NSA almost certainly saw who the intruders were. But I'm also convinced that they saw a lot of other attackers on there, too. There were probably six or seven groups... The Democratic National Committee refused to provide these servers to the FBI, which is really weird. So I think the reality here is it was a narrative shaping about the Russians. All sounds pretty reasonable. Yeah. Any closing statements? Did you want to tell us anything about your life before we uh, call it an episode? Yeah. It's, there was another dead animal on my front no, there yard. Wasn't. I swear to God. Really? It From was, your cat again? Um, oh, you weren't just saying the dead animal thing out of nowhere. Oh, no. I was just, you know, like... That was something we spoke right. about last week, but um, no, just it, it wasn't it wasn't presented to us like it was last week. But it did. Uh, I saw like a a dead kind of chewed up mouse Gross. in our front yard. At least they're dead. Like oh, at yeah. least like that means your cat. Your I'm almost proud it's of your like cat <laughs> for, for completing the job. You're yeah, saying? I'm, I'm proud of your cat. It's getting it done. It's keeping the house safe. All right, oh, yeah. we are gonna uh, call in an episode. Heyo, email me. Robnewsroom at gmail.com. Tweet me at Robbie the Fire. Friend me on Facebook, Robbie Bernstein. And then in may maybe a year from now, you'll hear from Robbie. 
for right if it's our anniversary, anniversary if it's our anniversary also uh do they call it friend diversary or is it just yeah, the some, friend anniversary some nonsense like that um buy dave smith special libertas anything else for us to get out there rob's newsroom it's going to be coming out soon oh i can't wait we're um we're we're, we're shooting them in blocks i saw the promo this this uh, <laughs> just a brief so it's going to be ago. it might be a month out till we get it all in order um and then it'll come out